social, impact, everywhere. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. We have another episode for season two of the Social Impactors podcast. And today we have a very special guest with, guest with us, and it, her name is Leah Denbach. And Leah is uh, an incredible, what I'd like to call a change maker, uh, from uh, a few hours from where I live, actually, in Collingwood, Ontario. And what's great about Leah is she's been taking photographs since she uh, since the summer of 2012, and she threw a, a ton of mini documentaries and everything that she does. She's working to humanize the homeless and draw attention to their plight. So I think is a beautiful initiative. So uh, Leah, I want to first start with saying thank you for being on the podcast. And I'd love for you just to explain a little bit about who you are, what you do, and why you believe you're a social impactor. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, uh, first of all. <clears throat> and um, so I started uh, a project in 2015 of uh, photographing um, and recording the stories of people experiencing homelessness in cities around um, North America and the world. Um, and uh, by doing that, I have the goals of humanizing people experiencing homelessness and shining the spotlight on the problem of homelessness. Um, and I've been doing a book series, um, donating 100% of the profits back to homeless shelters. And it's all uh, photos and stories. And um, so I guess I guess that's what makes me the social impactor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'd love to dig a little bit deeper on why you decided to start this. What was the the beginning um, uh, like change, the spark that said that I need to go out and interview uh, homeless and get their stories out there? What was that? Um. So I was. Uh, at the age of 15, I was looking for subject matter to photograph and to broaden my portfolio of um, portraiture. And uh, I saw the work of Lee Jeffries, who's a British photographer who photographs people experiencing homelessness in Britain, uh, and was really drawn to his work of the homeless and how he could sort of capture their personality, like through their facial expressions and, and wrinkles and gestures and such. Um, so my dad suggested we go to Toronto and photograph some people experiencing homelessness. Uh, and at first I was quite taken aback by this idea because uh, we only ever hear negative stereotypes about these individuals. And I'm a quite shy person, so it seemed like daunting to approach strangers on the street. Uh, but gradually he talked me into it and we went to Toronto and we both sort of were hit by the reality of like how large of a problem homelessness was because yeah. I live in like a smaller town so there's not a lot of um, external homelessness 100% of the profits of my first volume um, go to the Barry Bayside Vision Center Amazing, amazing. And, and I remember I did a little bit of work with uh, um, uh, a local shelter in Barrie, and there was a gentleman who was 32 years old, and uh, he, you know, had a normal life, had a normal upbringing, and, and was doing quite well, and then something changed, and it was mental health related, uh, and that's what led him to being homeless. So we don't really know where their stories go, and we don't know why it happened, right? It, it, it can happen to anyone. Anyone can, can experience homelessness in their life, and anyone can get to a point where, where they're in that exact situation that this young gentleman was in. So uh, I applaud you for doing that work on, on highlighting, you know, the, uh, uh, a better version uh, than the stereotype that's out there for homeless people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's jump into the second question then. And it's about you. So Leah specifically, 
how are you making a positive impact uh, in your community? And it can come from what you do through photography, but let's build on that idea a little bit. Um, perhaps just um, through beginning this project. Um, at first I was just taking photographs, um, but then we began to realize that the stories were a large component of humanizing these individuals. So we started doing the book series. Um, and then I started also public speaking. So I like public speak about three times a week about the work that I do. Um, like uh, social groups and like public schools, high schools, and, uh, elderly groups and like, organizations and such. Um, and then I also do uh, like exhibits around um, Canada and I've had a couple in Australia as well and, um, <clears throat> and in New York um, showcasing so, uh, the photographs and the stories of the individuals. Wow. Um, all with the goals of uh, still humanizing the, the individuals and shining a spotlight on their plate. Uh, and then also 100% of the profits from the shows, as well as the books, goes back to, to homeless shelters as well. Wow, that's, that's, that's incredible. That really is. And I, I like that you've spread it outside of uh, just, you know, what we see every day, which is, you know, Toronto and the local Ontario area, and you're doing it a little bit more uh, broad-based throughout the world. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely trying to take it as large scale as possible. Hmm, that's amazing. And, and so a great segue to the third question then, and it's about the business. So when you think of business, maybe traditional business or what you're familiar with, do you believe social impact is an important part of business? And if so, why? Um, yeah, I definitely think uh, making a social impact is a big part of having a business. Um, just because businesses like are sort of what keeps our society going and we need to like remember uh, about the things that are happening in society like the negative things such as like homelessness mm. um, for example uh, there's this um, campaign that's going on in San Francisco right now where all of the biggest organizations are being forced to give like 1% of the money they're making um, to stopping the homeless problem I, I think that that's just a fantastic idea. Um, or here in Collingwood, um, I'm working with um, Larry Law, the owner of the Livingstone um, Resorts here in Collingwood. And he's having um, people that I interview, um, people experiencing homelessness, um, come and work at his organization. And he gives them somewhere to live and a job and helps integrate them back into society. Um, and I speak for him as well. Um, to the timeshare individuals there about the work that I do. Um, so it's just like, I think it's so important um, for, uh, for businesses to have a social conscience. And I think these two, um, Larry Law and this organization, and then as well as the organizations in San Francisco, I think that's making a huge impact on their societies. No, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I, I saw a lot of uh, um, stories that were done on the San Francisco model. And I love that it was pushed through through government through uh, with private business uh, on the, the back end of it. But it was uh, a government initiative. And one of the only ones in that space of homelessness that has passed recently, right? Usually it's defeated when they talk about, you know, home, helping the homelessness, because there's the, the idea that the taxpayers are going to pay for it. But it was nice that, you know, these large companies like, uh, um, you know, Fortune 1, 
100, Fortune 50, Fortune 500 companies are now giving profits that they would normally have for, for stakeholders to actually give back to the community. Because every, you know, San Francisco, and you would know mm -hmm. this, is a beautiful place to live if you have um, some sort of, of wealth availability, but it, but it has one of the worst homeless problems in the States as well, right? It is a very divided city uh, with the potential now to do so much more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, I love what you're doing locally too, because uh, um, I'm I'm not as familiar with with Collingwood as as you would be, but I also know a lot that happens there, and so it's nice that you're doing even locally as well as extended, helping out in this this uh, you know challenge that we face right now. And I think this is a great uh, um, segue into the final question, and it's about uh, community. So I think this is where you know your strengths will shine with what you do through photography and helping the homeless. But what, what's your advice for others to begin building their own social impact or maybe just their own general impact in their communities? Um, well, when I first began um, doing photography, I had never really imagined that I could use like that gift that I had to really make any sort of a difference. Mm. Um, so it, it's sort of astonishing to me that um, my work has actually impacted people and I've been like, getting feedback from people around the world that I'm changing their perception of people experiencing homelessness um, on a large on a large scale um, and that's sort of opened my eyes up to the fact that I want to sort of do that with the rest of my life sort of use my gift and I would encourage people um, in that regard to sort of use the gifts that they have like whether it be um, again, advertising or money or the arts um, in order to, to make an impact um, in their communities and to, to make change for the things that, that they care about. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And um, I think when you, when you change perception, communities come together more too. So when you change the, you know, that, that stereotype that we talked about in, in homeless, um, there is so much opportunity to, you know, bring these people into places that that help them end that cycle of poverty or that cycle of homelessness um yeah what's your take on that what's your take on communities coming together in that sense do you think that the work that you're doing and and changing that perception do you think it's going to have a a long lasting effect to positive change um i definitely hope so um yeah because changing the general public's opinion, like sort of view on people experiencing homelessness is sort of going to take like a very long time. Mm. Uh, so that's why I intend on doing my book series for a long time. Um, but I think that's, that's the first step of once we're not seeing these individuals as different from ourselves and we're realizing that any one of us could fall into that at any point in our lives. Like there's one statistic I've heard that um, I think almost anybody in society is just one to two paychecks away from being homeless themselves. Really? And, and um, through photographing over 500 people experiencing homelessness now and speaking to them, I've come to see that like it, it can really be anything that can lead you to being on the street, anything that can happen in your life. So it's just important for people in society to realize that and so sort of come together to help these individuals get out of that situation and get back into society themselves. Yeah, I, I had no idea that that uh, generally people are one to two paychecks away from from potential homelessness. That's um, 
it's a little bit frightening, but it's also, again, you're right. It provides that human side that, that really anyone could have this happen to them. So why, why, you know, why demonize uh, or, or have such a wrong stereotype on people uh, when, when any of us could be in that situation? Yeah, exactly. Amazing. So Leah, I want to, you know, just end our, our discussion today with saying thank you for taking, you know, a little bit of your day today to talk about your work and talk about what you do, but also the inside view of, of you know, your, uh, your, what you're trying to do and, and building that new lens on homelessness and the supports that they need. So uh, again, thank you for, you know, taking time today to be on the, the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.